Stephanie Shaw. Welcome to the Hello Hot Flash podcast, where midlife women can learn from guest experts and authors who discuss menopause and all that comes with this new chapter in our lives. Hello Hot Flash, where we learn to control the change and not let the change control us. Welcome to another episode of Hello Hot Flash, where we help you control the midlife change. I'm so excited to be here today because Dr. Kaysen is amazing. Um, I've had an opportunity to work with her. And um, after she gave me my testing, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes, I'm like, can you be on my podcast? Folks need to know about this. So Dr. Kaysen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm excited. I love the title of your podcast. No, hello, hot flash. And I like I like the intro too. That's all. That's spicy. Yeah, that's about as spicy as I get. But you know, <laughs> again, thank you so much for being here, Dr. Kaysen De Maria. Is from the Drugless Doctors, and Drugless Doctors is located in Westlake, Ohio. So also happy that I have an Ohioan here with me today. Yes, woohoo! And and we're in Ohio, but then also Dr. Bob, my father-in-law, he's also in Naples, Florida. So if any of you are watching us in the Florida area, that's another option too. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, awesome. So I want to start by you telling us a little bit about your background and how you found thermography. Because that's what we're talking about today, you guys. Sorry, I didn't tell you that, but we're talking about thermography. All right. Yes, we're talking all about a breast thermography today. But to give you a little bit of background, I'm a chiropractor and I've been in practice now for almost 12 years. My husband and I, we met in chiropractic school at Life University in Atlanta, Georgia. And then we moved to Ohio and joined the practice with Dr. Bob, my father in love, as I would say. And Dr. Bob's going to be celebrating his 45th year in practice in August coming up. And it's really exciting because we are chiropractors. But also, I have a certification in pediatrics and pregnancy, and also I have a certification in clinical thermology, which we're going to be talking about today. And then Dr. Bob's a natural health doctor and written 11 books, his female hormone book being number one in the world for balancing female hormones. So Side note today, you may want to write that down, Dr. Bob's Guide to Balancing Female Hormones. That's a great resource with some of the things we're going to be talking about today if you want more information on natural things that you can do to better balance your body. So in our practice, we have a family practice and we do chiropractic, nutrition, breast thermography. And since I last saw you, Stephanie, we launched a new program and we are starting and have already begun our overall services for peripheral neuropathy. And what that is, is someone might be having burning and tingling sensations in their feet, their hands due to maybe an injury or post chemo or radiation. A lot of diabetics may have this also, but the only solution for these people are medications like gabapentin or pain medications or even amputation. 
like amputation of the feet, the toes and the fingers. So we've been excited to be able to offer drugless solutions naturally. And we've launched a new program, which we partnered with thousands overall of doctors across the country with a a 97% success rate of- Awesome to be able to to offer more of those solutions to folks. That is amazing. I want to talk. So thank you very much for that introduction. And thank you for letting us know everything that you guys have available, because it's so important. That's what happened. I was online. I'm thinking, all right, I get my mammogram every year, but it, it you know, the, the radiation and so forth. I'm, I'm starting to think about what that's doing to my body overall. This is not a conversation telling people not to have a mammogram. And actually, even the conversation that you and I had Based on my results, a mammogram is still in play potentially. So it's not to tell them that, it's to provide people with an option, Um, especially if you're you're living a lifestyle where you're eating healthy and exercising and and so forth, and you're not having any problems. That's where thermography can come into play. So that's what I wanna talk about today. And I want you to, first of all, in layman's terms, tell us, tell the audience and, you know, re-explain to me again, what is thermography? So thermography is a temperature evaluation. And specifically, we're talking about thermography of the breast, which I have my model here. So it is a, I have a special camera and it's specific overall to, it's a digital infrared camera. And we do six different images of the breast and specifically women overall, their arms are like this and we do front, back and sides and it looks like this. So thermography is a temperature evaluation which shows function of the body. And what's really important about temperature is warmth shows us in maybe areas of inflammation um, and also the first start of any type of disease in the body overall, you can see through overall many times temperature changes and it doesn't replace a mammogram or an ultrasound or an MRI because those things are looking at structure versus the thermography is looking at overall function of how things are going on the inside. So to keep it really simple, it's a temperature evaluation of the breasts with no compression and no radiation. So that's that's very uh, a simple way overall of explaining it to someone that doesn't know anything about thermography. And some people say, Dr. Kaysen, thermo what? Yeah. What are you doing? Say it's thermography. It, it's like it's like CSI. We're looking into the body. You might have seen some movies overall, and they have these like goggles on overall if you're like into. I don't know, kind of like, um, I don't, I wouldn't say thriller movies, but like investigative things sometimes overall, like the, the, uh, police force or something, they're doing an investigation they're in the dark and they've got these goggles on and they're looking around for body temperature. It's kind of like that overall, but on a different level of overall health. So you talked a little bit about, uh, other diagnostic tools. So how does it compare to things such as x-rays, MRIs? Um, and, and even the mammogram. And that's really probably the number one question I get, Stephanie, is mm-hmm. I have women, they're Googling around or, or their favorite search engine, and they're typing in, you know, natural, natural hormone support or female hormones or 
breast health, breast prevention, and they find us, whether it's here in Ohio or in Florida. And a little bit later, we'll talk about all all around the country, because I know your listeners could be watching really from anywhere in the world. And the good news is, yes, it would be awesome if you're here to come see me or Dr. Bob in Florida. But if you're not in our specific location, you can search online. And there are other clinics that have the same exact camera and technology and certification overall with the thermography, which is awesome. But a lot of women, even though they've read everything and they've watched all my videos, they come in and they say, but Dr. Kaysen, I thought that this replaced my mammogram, Mm -hmm. or I thought this replaced my self-breast exam, or I thought this replaced my MRI or ultrasound that I'm getting of the breast. And what's really interesting is it's, uh, they're all pieces and parts to the big puzzle. Mm -hmm. So a mammogram is They have radiation and also compression of the breast. So with this here, and you can see right here, this would be a cyst in the breast. And then this would be more of like a a tumor overall or a, a fibro, a fibroid in the breast or a fibroadenoma. So if you think if you have something in the area, and you're compressing and radiation, radiation, and over time, and Stephanie, I think this is where you kind of were starting to think about this. Is over time, there is research that shows that that could damage overall other things going on. And I'm not here to tell you overall not to do those things, but what I want to give you is information so that way you can make an educated choice overall. But a mammogram looks at something structurally that's already developed. Mm -hmm. And by the time something shows up on a mammogram, it could be overall 10 years later, 12 years later, years later for it to actually accumulate for them to eventually see that show up on a mammogram. An ultrasound, which I do refer out all the time in our practice when I'm working with ladies with their thermography for ultrasounds, which is a diagnostic tool of the soft tissue. There's no radiation and no compression with that. But what that's evaluating is, for example, cysts in the breast. So when I'm working with a woman and they might have cysts in their breast and we're doing their thermography and their nutrition I many times will refer out for another evaluation. So that way we can identify where, how many millimeters, are they benign, growing, are they getting smaller from the improvements of the nutritional items? So I really work hand in hand, especially here locally with a a local provider for breast ultrasounds. And then lastly, the thermography It shows temperature of the overall whole body, really, just by evaluating the breasts, your breast tissue, it's just like a thumbprint in your body. So if you have congestion under your armpits, that could show us that you have a compromised lymphatic system. Many of you that are watching, maybe you've heard about the lymph system or the lymph nodes, and everyone thinks like, oh, my lymph nodes, they're right here, but they're really all over your body. Underneath your armpits, they come up here in your breast, they drain down into the liver. And that's what we see many times is a congested lymphatic system. And we see fibrocystic patterns show up. I have ladies that have had 50 mammograms done 
and they get them done every year and their mammograms might say normal. And I see so many of the letters overall that say, you know, all findings are normal, come back next year. But now they've added a paragraph saying that due to overall inaccuracies, they may or may not be accurate because of density in your breast. So follow up with your primary provider. So that leaves a lot of gray area for women. I feel overall that that doesn't really build confidence in being proactive. So that's why I love thermography because the woman that I was talking about that's had 50 mammograms on her thermography, she was at some risk. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me and she said, but my mammograms are normal. And I said, I understand that, but look at this. Right. We are looking at something totally different. You have inflammation, fibrocystic breast tissue, your lymph systems compromise, also your liver health, which we'll talk about is so important for detoxification. So that was really eye-opening for that woman because she thought, hey, I'm doing the mammograms every year. I'm good. I don't have to do anything else. So this really excites me that you can be proactive. You can find out what's going on. It's a great way also overall to create a nutritional strategy for your breasts and your hormonal health. And it's pain-free. It is. I'm like, <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> what's up with what? Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm done? What? Huh? We should just start, should just start the podcast saying, no squeezing of your breasts, no bruising. You can, you don't have to sit in a freezing cold room. You come in, you get greeted. It takes a couple moments overall. There are a couple, there are guidelines before you get a thermography done, just like with any evaluation. They're super easy. Basically, you don't want to heat up or cool down your body in any way before you come in because we're doing a temperature evaluation of your body. I have a true story. I had a woman and she literally came in with like a hot coffee. And I said, okay, we're going to go back. We're going to do your images and you'll be right back. She's like, okay, let me drink my coffee. Well, I turned around before I could say like, don't drink any hot beverages prior to your skin. She chugged the whole coffee literally in like two seconds before her skin. And it showed up that her body was warmer. Well, <laughs> We do initial scans and then one in three months to create that baseline scan. So her initial scan wasn't as accurate as it could have been. So I'm really um, a stickler for the details with sharing with women overall. There's different guidelines that you just want to be in the, the most normal state as possible. I, so I love what you're saying. And I want people to make, I want to make sure people are hearing correctly. Mm -hmm. You still need to take your mammogram, but what you can do is find it. Think of this as an additional tool in your tool belt. And what I found is I'm one of those women that every year I get that letter. And then like for two weeks, I'm like, oh my gosh, something's wrong. And then I have to go back and take additional testing. And, yeah. but in my, based on what I do, I knew there had to be some, something going on with my lymph nodes. And you, when I took the test, it proved out exactly what I was thinking. And I was able to uh, get a plan with you on how I can um, help my lymph nodes drain more properly. So what, what I want folks to hear is we're not telling you not to take one. We're telling you that this is an, an excellent tool to add to your tool belt. And it gives you some strategies that you may not get when you just get a letter saying you're good. 
um, because even though that letter may say you're good, just as you said, there may be other things going on. So it's always good to, especially when it's something so non-invasive. It really did. I walked in, you guys were so nice. I'm like, I just drove an hour and a half and it took 10 minutes. <laughs> Which yes. I wanted to do and it maybe even five minutes. It I, yeah. I didn't want it to take a long time, but I was um I was shocked at how efficient it was and how how awesome and easy it was. So thank you for that. So again, I just want to make sure that um I said that. Yes. But even with thermography, so we've talked about the difference between the two. Are there limitations or drawbacks that people should be aware of as it relates to thermography? Yes. So with thermography, women should start doing thermography at age 25. And that's really important because of hormonal development. I have seen women younger than 25. For example, I had a young gal, she was 19 years old, having some tenderness in her breasts. And her mom wanted to do a thermogram to see overall inflammation or other areas going on prior to jumping into something like a mammogram or an ultrasound. She wanted an overall tool for that. So we were able to go ahead and do that. But you want to start at age 25. That would be key. And you do one initially and one in three months to create that baseline, which is three months apart. So it's really important that wherever you're going to be doing thermography, you want to make sure you're going to be there the first one and the one in three months. And then after your baseline is created, annual scans are recommended because that's really truly how thermography works is by measuring change over time. It's not that you do it once and you're good, just like with the mammogram and a little side note, Stephanie, I know you were saying the mammograms, some women, they might choose not to get mammograms overall, but they're doing chiropractic care and nutritional care, breast MRIs, breast ultrasounds, thermography. I have ladies that they're doing mammograms every year. I have some women that they have been um, post-mastectomy, post-breast cancer, radiation, chemo, and they're doing mammograms more frequently based on whatever they're following up with their providers. So our goal truly is to be a tool based on whatever a woman chooses. A couple of the overall um, indications of when you wouldn't do a thermography would be is if you've had a surgery or a procedure done, you want to wait three months after because of the healing process. And that's not just relating to the breast. So really, it, if if someone comes in and, you know, um, they might say to me, well, I have a mole, you know, on my mid back overall that I'm going to be having, you know, evaluated or biopsy. I would recommend that it's three months after because of the healing process, because we do images of the front and the back. And then with chemo and radiation, they want to wait three months after you want to wait overall until you're done breastfeeding until you do thermography. And also you wouldn't be doing thermography if you're pregnant because your temperature and your body would be different. So you wait post baby until you're done breastfeeding. So those are all indications. All of those things would change your normal baseline. So we wouldn't want you to do one. And then the MDs that I work with say, Hey, we need to restart the whole baseline over because it's not an accurate scan based on what's going on in their body. Uh, great information. So you you spoke a little bit about um, breast cancer. How mm -hmm. accurate is thermography in detecting conditions like breast cancer? 
Oh, I love that question too, Stephanie. So we're going to say it, uh, uh, we'll say this again overall, probably by the end of this is breast thermography does not diagnose breast cancer. It does not diagnose breast cancer. Now, it can detect change over time with 80 to 90% accuracy if a woman is following through with her scans in those annual times, change of temperature that is. Mm -hmm. So I have had, I had a woman, this is a true story, a great testimony. I was at a different clinic doing thermography overall, and she is Amish. So she, they're very conservative in their healthcare. She doesn't have a primary provider. She sees a natural health doctor and she came to me for breast thermography. So what I did was I did her first scan and her scan was like textbook of in all of our training, like this could be breast cancer based on how the vascular pattern is going. So it looked like it, it really did look like that breast right there. Um, the first one, I would say I did her first skin. It looked like this, but I did her second skin in three months and it looked like this. So if you see it's getting worse and there's a pattern feeding overall that area. So at that time, even with the symptoms she was experiencing overall on her first scan, her nipple was like inverted and mm -hmm. she was having some bleeding going on. Her breast tissue is, was starting to change overall the shape. At that time, I told her even before sending in the report, I know they're going to recommend that you see overall to get a mammogram. And even based on what you're telling me, I think you should go and get a mammogram even before waiting to get this report back. And then when the report came back, it said follow up immediately with someone to do a mammogram. And then she ended up having breast cancer and she had a mastectomy by the time I saw her the six, the three month follow up after her surgery. But she was so thankful for thermography because that is an instance that overall, I saw the pattern. I didn't diagnose it, but mm -hmm. I knew based on my training in the pattern, there's something not right going on here. And we need to get her to someone to help their, to help her overall get to that next level. She is healthy. She lived. We're working on nutrition with her, but that is a great testimony of how patterns can change over time. And you can see how something could be going on where we need to refer out. But on the flip side of that, 17% of breast cancer is silent mm -hmm. and may not even show up as a pattern or temperature on thermography, 17%. So there are, there are research articles out there showing that one in three women are misdiagnosed with a mammogram. So the takeaway from all of this is you want to have multiple avenues overall of health for yourself and preventative measures. So whether it's a chiropractor, natural health doctor, you're working with a nutritionist, you have a trainer that you're doing exercise with, um, other tools, massage, exercise, thermography, whether you're doing mammograms, ultrasounds, whatever you may choose, it's not just one tool to keep you healthy. It's really a whole approach to keep the puzzle overall together because there's physical stress, there's emotional stress, there's chemical stress, 
And then if you have kids, if you have a baby, (laughs) if you got dogs, if you got animals, you know, (laughs) and then there's gravity. So we just keep piling it on, Stephanie. So that's why it is so important that you have other avenues to help you decrease stress in your body because stress changes your cells, Mm -hmm. which also impacts your breast health as we're talking about today. Are there, so I, I love that you said that because you're right. It's just, it's just, we're deteriorating in front of our own faces. But when you get that good team of folks together and work on the different aspects of your body, you will, you'll be able to live a more healthy and joyful life. But it, it does, it takes work. It takes a lot of work. I'm going to get on my bandwagon, but before I get on a bandwagon, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. Okay. So what are, are there any potential risks or side effects um, associated with thermography? There are none. So no side effects, no risks. And really anyone could do this overall, except of those couple guidelines of when you wouldn't do it. Okay, awesome. And so this is, you know, I'm, I'm nearing towards the, you know, platform that I'm getting to get on right now. So how do you educate and raise awareness about the benefits of thermography in the medical community and among the general public? Because I'll tell you, I mentioned that I had one and I got a little roll of the eye. <laughs> I've heard some of those, but also it's finding providers that support your health goals mm-hmm. and that respect your health goals. So I know here in the Cleveland area, there are um, multiple uh, places, hospitals, larger places in the area overall that people think about when they think of primary care. But I will share with you more OBGYNs in the community. Um, Also, I have some natural, like Dr. Bob's a natural health doctor, but other naturopaths in the area, they're looking overall to support their women naturally. I have a lot of other women in our practice, which is where education truly starts is I'm a chiropractor. Doctor means teacher. So I'm teaching women and families and kids and of all ages, the benefits of other things. So that's really where it starts. And then being on these fun webinars with you, Stephanie, is it's really about sharing this message with everyone, even if it's not for you that you're listening to it, you have a woman in your life that could benefit from this. And it's really sharing the message, whether it's a webinar, we do a lot of community events, I'm always looking for opportunities to connect with other business women like yourself, because that's really how it begins. You get a group of people that are like-minded and then people start asking questions and then you start getting resources and referrals for other people that have similar goals as yours. So one of the things I always love to share with women is you can be confident in your own choices and you don't have to stick with maybe the primary or the provider that you've been with since you were, I don't know, in grade school. It's okay to, it's okay to change. It's okay to reach out online to your network of other providers in the area that may be more conservative in their care. Or 
the OBs that I work with also, they might still do the traditional things or be under that umbrella, but they respect families' choices if they choose not to do certain things or if they don't want to do certain things, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I have a great uh, gynecologist as well, always trying to make sure that if when I choose to do things that may be quote unquote non-traditional, um, that I understand the risks involved and then she still gives me an additional alternative. So she's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But, um, so you're the customer. It's part of what you were saying there. So if you aren't getting that from your gynecologist, um, or your primary care physician, I say, start shopping around until you can find someone that will support you. They, and they're giving you the alternative because you do need to hear both sides of it. So you can make wise decisions, but you also don't want someone that be, to say, oh, are you going to a quack or are you going to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, are you doing this crazy kind of new medicine kind of thing? And, and it's not that it's, there are more opportunities now for us to take better care of our bodies. And I think that when those opportunities are presented, women need to take advantage of those opportunities. So yeah. Yeah. Doing a little dismount. I'm going to talk about money in a minute and then I'll get back on my. (laughs) So are there any ongoing research studies or collaborations that aim to further um, enhance the applications or accuracy of thermography? Like what what's next for thermography? Yes. So I'm so excited you asked that. So there is a website and it's called um, thermographyonline.org. And on that website, and let me, I'm just confirming here on my research is Mm thermologyonline.org. And that is actually, I'm certified through the American College of Clinical Thermology. So it's ACCT. And so I'm a certified thermographer. I've done training and the camera is a Meditherm camera, which is FDA overall reviewed. So with that, there are ongoing studies and research on thermography and really thermography has been around since the 1950s. So sometimes people think, oh, this is new age or new, and it's not new at all. But what's happening is I know there's a greater need now, although people might not be aware of it, of other things that you can do to be proactive about your health, because we all know if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, and expect <laughs> a different result, do you know what that definition is, Stephanie? Insanity. Insanity. <laughs> and I think that especially in the last few years, people are thinking, okay, if I keep going down this path and I keep ignoring, you know, what I'm supposed to do, and I keep not doing what I'm supposed to do, then something's going to show up in my body, Mm -hmm. whether it is breast cancer, or other factors overall, or needing surgeries or procedures done. So the thermologyonline.org, you can go on that website, and there are lots of research articles, not specifically just with the breast, but whole body functions. And I love that because we're a part of a team. And I have MDs and radiologists that read my reports. So what happens is I do the images, I send them off, and it's a very extensive breast health history, Stephanie, which I know you can speak to too, is we want to know everything. It's not just breast health, but it's whole body health. Mm -hmm. And then the MDs that read my reports, they have the software 
and the specifications and the certifications of how to read these. And then I get the report. And with our overall education and our tools that we have nutritionally, we've created specific protocols to help nutritionally support your whole hormonal health, whether it's lymph, lymph overall dysfunction, liver health, and hormonal health. So really, I love that website too, because if you're watching anywhere in the world, you could type in your zip code and it will find another ACCT provider like us. They might not have the specific nutritional aspect with their protocols because those are specific for what we've created here, but you're going to get the same great images and everything else with the science and the research behind it that you can really trust those providers because there are places that are doing thermography and they are not certified to really be doing that, unfortunately. So sometimes I have people, they come in and they bring all of their images in and they say, I've done thermography before, but this seems a little different. Like, oh, I don't have to do this or I'm doing this or, oh, this is different. Well, that's because we're certified and we have the most up-to-date camera. So I, I, that's, that's why we do thermography in our office is because we have all the technology and technology is incredible with what you can see. So um, the, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. The one thing that, that rubs me the most, and this isn't related to you guys at all, it's that my insurance company would not cover it. And so I called them and th this is my my soapbox mount. I think that my health is more important than having cable or maybe eating out all the time or maybe the newest outfit or the newest shoes or the newest bag. So I invest in my health, but I was still kind of upset that my insurance company would not pay for this. So this is this is my plan. Everyone who's listening, start calling your insurance company and start having these conversations with them like, why aren't you covering this? What do I need to do to get this covered? Because again, it it saves them in the long run if we're detecting these things earlier. So the more tools, I know some insurance companies don't cover chiropractic as well, ours does. But the more we have access to these tools, the better off I believe we will be. So, you know, I just I just had to say it because I'm like, I get so frustrated at the system, the the um, disease system instead of the true. It's not truly set up for us to be well, especially if you're in a situation where you can't make financial adjustments to pay for these things. Um, so, again, I'll, I'll, I'll dismount once again. <laughs> But every yeah. once in a while, and it was just this week, I called for something else. And I'm like, hey, do you cover thermography? They're like, what? Huh? What's that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're listening, give your insurance company a call and ask them if they cover. And if they um, don't, ask them why. And if it's, they it's, don't. It's about this, the I money. Know. And I know. I know. Insurance does does pay for drugs and surgery. Yeah. So overall, which is it's all backwards. But the good news is in our practice, just speaking, because I don't know about the other providers overall, but I'm sure that you can call them and you can talk to them. We're very transparent and really it's 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 an investment, but it's a small investment considering mm -hmm. overall being able to literally save your breasts, prevent breast cancer. Yeah. And in our practice, you can use a health savings account or a flex spending account. And I think that 
more people are, if they have the opportunity to do that, are, are looking for other options like that because they can really put aside overall their some finances for their wellness budget because they notice, hey, I'm not in the emergency room. I'm not going, I'm avoiding these things. It's good to have those things, but I want to do chiropractic care. I want to get massages. I want to do thermography. I want to do nutrition, all the yeah. other things. All, all the good things. And you're, you're exactly right. So I didn't blink when I heard it. I'm like, okay, because I knew that I'm investing in me and I want to stay healthy. I want to stay whole. I want to do things as naturally as possible. And I don't want to wait until a mammogram or something else tells me that I have a bigger thing to tackle. If I know ahead of time, I can do what I need to do to, to, to help heal my body. So I, again, I just had to say that because that's, that's me. I like that. <laughs> I'm happy you said that because I'm sure um, some women and people that are watching us are thinking that too, but I'm glad that you brought that up overall. But think about what are you doing for your wellness? That's what I want. Uh, that's the whole, whole overall conversation that we're having is start making a list of what are you doing to take care of your body physically, chemically, and emotionally. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. So I want to wrap by asking, what is the one piece of advice you would like to share with our audience to help them manage hormonal changes? Well, it's all about the liver. Mm. The liver, this is your liver. It's on your right side underneath overall, uh, underneath your rib. There's one thing that you can work on taking care of all the time. It's supporting your liver health with detoxification. And when I talk about detoxification. I'm not just talking about the detox that you do after Thanksgiving <laughs> or at the beginning of the year. And I know some of you know what I'm talking about. Maybe after you've indulged in certain things, you think, oh, I can't wait until after January 1st when I can do a detox. There are really easy things that you can do to detox. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water. Our goal is half of your body weight in ounces of water. Make sure you're eating living food, mm -hmm. exercise, overall sleep. But sometimes hormonally, as, as our body changes, you might not be able to be sleeping well or with foods and finding different things. So that's why I recommend that wherever you are, find someone that you can partner with because it's so much easier when you have a teammate. Whether it is a chiropractor, a natural health doctor, a nutritionist, a trainer, it's so much easier when you're counting on them and they're counting on you to show up. That's where really success happens. And I would recommend the female hormone book that I shared with you, Dr. Bob's Balancing Female Hormone Book, because there's a whole liver chapter and there's a chapter on the thyroid, adrenal glands, and, and literally at the back of the chapter, it says, tell me what to do. I know writing and highlighting, I, I have women, they come and they go, that book was written for me. And I said, I know it was written for all of us. And another great tool also is the YouVersion Bible app. If any of you have the YouVersion Bible app and you search Dr. Bob Maria. Dr. Bob has a, <laughs> he has a detoxification and cleansing one. Um, Dr. Bob and I did one. Dr. Bob and um, Debbie did one on marriage. There's one on heart health. So that's a really free, easy thing you can do. You've got your phone, get in the app store, get your 
YouVersion Bible app and sign up for those free plans. And then those are great tools overall of how we can work on healing our body really from the inside out. Thank you. This has been so amazing. I thank you so much for your time. I thank you for the information that you can provide it, that you provided for us. And can you tell everyone your website so they can get more information? Yes, it's druglessdrs.com. And all of our social media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. If you search the drugless doctors and we're here in Westlake, Ohio, and you can search also Dr. Bob overall with the drugless doctors, Naples, Florida, super easy. Thank you so much. Again, everyone, thank you for listening to Hello Hot Flash, where we help you control the midlife change. Make sure you check out the show notes where we have links to all of the subjects we covered today. And if you want to manage your hormones so you can sleep better, have more energy and manage your weight, take the quiz on hellohotflash.com. It only takes 90 seconds. Here's to your health. Join us Thursdays in October for a special Breast Cancer Awareness Month series. Each week, we will discuss how new advancements in tech will support your breast health. Tune in for uplifting stories every Thursday this October as we come together to raise awareness, support one another, and drive positive change.